Welcome to Conversations, a podcast created for the Kindness Rocks Project, where we share stories that connect us through kindness and compassion. I'm your host, Megan Murphy, and I think you'll be truly inspired by today's guest. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me for Conversations. I'm so excited to have JT from JT Chronicles. Thanks for being here, JT. Thank you for actually inviting me. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, I've been an admirer of your work for a long time. And so I'm so happy that we're finally able to connect. Oh, so am I. I, You have no idea, like, just the whole thing when I first started seeing your kindness rocks around and, and hearing about it. And I had no idea you were from here. Oh, wow. And um, so, so I didn't know. So that was even better because I love when I see great stories and I'm like, and somebody's like, oh, that's like a hometown person. I'm like, shut up. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, these, you know, people need to know, you know, that there's so many good things happening from our, from our community. So. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I'm glad we were able to hook up. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and just tell the audience, the listening audience, a little bit about yourself and what you do. All right, well, my full name is uh, Jonathan Thompson. I am a true Cape Carter. I started doing JT's Chronicles after I had knee surgery. It was kind of like um, keeping my family and friends informed of how my surgery and how my day-to-day you know, health was going to recuperation. Um, that was a few years ago. That was like oh, five years ago. Kind of just started from there. Just started keeping a positive attitude because it could always be worse. That was my uh, that was my go-to. You know, that was my go-to. That's what I am. That's how I started with this. Yeah. That's so great. So JT Chronicles is a is a, a it's a personal uh, passion that I have followed of yours, where you give people, you flood people with positivity and um, so much inspiration. And so it started from you, I guess, on your couch. Yes, <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah, with my leg up, with my toenails painted that my kids had the doctor do when I was out. Wow. <laughs> so, oh yeah, work in the OR. And as a joke, when I was done with my knee surgery and my kids uh, told them what color they want, like my pa- my toenails painted. And then they took all the fingernail polish remover out of the house. So when I ca- woke up, I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. And they left me on the couch for hours. Wow. That's so <laughs> funny. Our children keep uh, us, you know, they they actually bring upon us humility in these moments. So that's awesome. And so you spread so much positivity. What are some of the things that you actually do um, here on Cape Cod so that people can understand a little bit about uh, the different ways that you, you know, spread your message? Well, JT's Chronicles is all about positivity. So I was doing things similar to this when I was younger from putting dances together uh, with some friends and giving money to the homeless and doing things for kids to keep them active, to keep them you know, entertained and looking forward to different things to do and let them know that they could do anything. We had talent shows for kids and we loved that. And, and I used to do that with a couple of my friends and we did it for years and we had a teen night. Uh, we used to use that Puffer Bellies. We used to use their club in the Mill Hill. So we had tons. We had about 800 kids on a Monday night from all over the Cape that used to come out and sing. They dance and they party and we had a great time. And it was just spreading. I love spreading that positivity and seeing the faces on kids when they left and uh, I'd see them out in public and I go, when are you going to do another event? We had such a great time last night and thank you. And, you know, we love what you bring. So as I got older, I said, okay, well, I didn't have any kids, but I wanted to continue bringing some kind of positivity to make things a little bit better in my community. I can control here. You know what I mean? I can't control what's a thousand miles away, 
when you're in your community, you have your hands a little bit more on the pulse and know what's going on. And you can't complain about things if you don't actually do anything. So I am between dances and fundraisers and um, youth sports with my friend Tim Luce with the, the Flagman Sports Store. And Tim had asked me, do I want to join him doing the uh, flag football for kids? Because I'd done so many other things. And I said, absolutely. So we partnered up and we did that in the first day. There was over 100 kids in line waiting to sign up. Tim was like, this is what's up. I'm like, exactly, this is great. But I continuously found myself wanting to do more uh, by spending positivity with anything from vigils, which was sad, you know, I hate to do that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, JT, because I am a firm believer that, you know, in times of tragedy, um, you know, we come together and it's under unfortunate circumstances and, you know, we share and spread the love and we inspire one another. We hug each other. We have so much empathy. Unfortunately, it's like things kind of fade and people go on with their lives. And, and it's hard because when you are empathetic to other people's situation, you understand that the crowds go away, but these people are left living that reality. Right, 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 right. That's exactly. And and you do. And, and, and when I said that to, especially the younger kids, I'm like, um, do not hesitate to look at your friend and say, I love you. And it's, you know, sometimes like, sometimes, not, you know, I'm a, I'm a dude, I'm a boy, I'm a man, you know, I was like, listen, that doesn't mean anything. I was like, it's even, it's tougher. I was like, you show more strength to look at your friend and say, I love you because you mean it because they're, they're there for you. And I saw them doing that. And I see, I hear my son doing it with his friends and there's no reason not to, you know, that you love somebody and that's your friend and you tell them that because you don't know what's promised and, and nothing's actually promised. You know that like, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen the next day, but it's these kids interacting with each other. And I, and I want that. And I want them to show that love and that positivity and that to, for, between one another. I, I need that. They need to know that they can understand that. And so I believe from looking at the work that you do from afar, JT, is that so in these like the flag football and when you do DJ. With Angel. So you're bringing these. <laughs> With DJ Angel. Right? Yeah. So you're bringing these all of these kids together for this experience, right? Creating a community. And then you're kind of sprinkling the positivity throughout that event. So the lessons, it's almost like a, a parent that's, you know, driving their kid home from school. And, you know, unlike many of us, and, and we've all been guilty of this, is that, you know, we pick them up and we ask the question, like, how was your day? And then we don't really listen to their answer. And we don't, and we don't take the opportunity to, once we do listen, if they share something with us that we have some sage wisdom or inspiration for them, we lose that opportunity. And and those are the memories that they would have if we took the time to say, oh, you know, something like this happened to me once. And here's here's something that's inspirational that maybe you can remember next time. And so it sounds to me like you're giving that sage wisdom and inspiration during these everyday moments in these yes, activities. And, and constantly am. Um, because I have been through so many different things where I didn't understand why these things happened to me in my life. And it was from being in a boy band and think I'm about to be huge and I'm right there at the door, literally at the door. Like, you know, we have a single, we're opening up for like major acts, we're performing with, with people like New Kids on the Block, we're doing like Tiffany and we recorded and we just did a little music video and then all of a sudden, boom, everything just came cr crashing halt. So what did, when you reflect upon that time in your life, you know, what are your thoughts about that? It, it made you realize that, okay, so nothing is promised. Like we always say, so what are you, what are you going to do? 
Like, what other talents do you have? Are you going to just lay down here and, and say nothing and, and just let your life pass you by? That's not what this is about. Your gift to be alive. You are one out of like millions. Like, you made it here. So you have a purpose. Is your purpose to be a bump in the log, to sit there and just smoke and drink all day or, or just like to do nothing, watch TV? Like, is that your only purpose? Is that like what you feel that you're supposed to be here for? Or you're supposed to pass on some good things, do some good things, see what kind of gifts and blessings you have. Like that, you know, you got to see, you got to try, you got to like see what you have. You have a purpose. You've got some kind of gift. So utilize, you have to find out what it is. Yeah, it's, you know, you got to experiment. It's so interesting. And, and the reason why I was asking you that question, JT, is because I have found personally in my own life that those doors that closed, right, that I had no control over and that I, I was trying to use all of my will to make those doors be wide open for me. And I realized that, and it it's hard, it's the hard lesson to realize that when those doors close, you know, the old saying, when one door closes, you know, it just means there's a window somewhere else you got to try and climb through. And, and for me personally, I share that very same message because, you know, we can have goals in life, we can have intentions, which are more purpose-driven, but yet we can't control the outer world surrounding us. So it's only in the way that we show up in our reactions, more likely our responses to that. And so believing that there's a higher purpose if that door closed is so important. And when you think about the work that you're doing now, I mean, the trajectory and where you are today and all the lives that you're touching, maybe you wouldn't be here doing this if, if you were doing that, right? If I didn't look for another angle, um, I, I, I met, my guardian angel. Now, I, I obviously I believe that you're a pretty, you're, 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 I know you, you have a beautiful soul and I suit to do and, and you definitely believe in a higher being. So I was going, I went to Nashville, Tennessee. And so um, I did, I went down into a, to sing at the Grand Ole Opry in a contest that I had entered and they, they loved the song I wrote. I wrote the song for a friend of mine who had died up in the scenic highway there on a motorcycle accident. His name was Jay-Z to lose. And so I went to Nashville and on my way down, right before I left, I, I, I went and saw his mother and he used to be in a group with me also, another same group I had. And so when he, right before he passed, he said, if you ever need me, he goes, I got you. He was just that kind of dude, good guy. I said, okay. And I left it at that. And um, when he died, his mother gave me a prayer card and on it, it was um, this beautiful thing, you know, as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death and, and everything was on this prayer card. Now, before I left, I went to my mother also. And my mother started reading from the Bible for me. And that was the same passage that she was reading for me. That was on Jay-Z's prayer card. Now, Jay-Z's mother gave me a card and said, I'll open that when you get home later. And it was actually money inside. It was the exact amount of money that I needed. I didn't tell anybody I need, that I needed this money to go. I, I told nobody. It was the exact amount of money that I needed. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I'm like, this is absolutely crazy. So um, I'm in there and I'm, I'm, I get in the bus and we're about three hours away from uh, you know, where, I'm, where I'm supposed to be. And pull the spot and this grungy homeless person gets on the bus. And it just looked like, it just looked like a wanderer. And he gets on and I have my bags, my seat and everything. And the bus driver knew I was by myself. So he just looked at me and the guy walked past me. He went all the way to the back of the bus. And I figured, oh, he's going to go to sleep on the long bench, the long seat in the back. And uh, something said, get up. I got up and I took my bag out of my seat and put it on the ground, on the floor in front of me. And this guy came right back and put his hand on my shoulder. He goes, guys, sit here. I'm like, seriously? I'm like, okay. And he started talking to me about how he's a, a handyman and he's done work on these, all these famous celebrity country singers' houses. And, and then he started reciting the Bible. 
I was reciting the passage that's on the card that's in my bag. And he's talking to me and he has my ear and he's just whispering my ear. And he goes back to doing music. He's doing Bible, music and Bible the whole ride. And he's got me. He has my attention because that's my passion. And he had me because those two things I love, you know, I, I, I love God. I love spiritualness. And I love, you know, and he had me and I just was like, okay. And he goes, you're going to be fine. I said, okay. And he got off the bus and the bus driver looked at me like, you know, I was like, I'm good. And he's like, okay. And the guy just stood outside the bus and just stared at me and kind of just waved and kind of waved. And now mind it's like, sorry, like maybe four o'clock in the morning, the bus station's not open yet where we dropped him off at, but it's just big, huge open parking lot. So we started driving off and maybe about three or four seconds, I turned back to look at him and he's nowhere in the parking lot. Not left, not right, not back. There's nowhere. We're looking all over. He's nowhere there at all. And I just got to the hotel, called my mother immediately, and I just broke down and started crying. And she's like, I think you just met your guardian angel. I'm like, I know. I was like, I know. I did. And uh, I, I refuse to waste any of my time. And, and I, don't, I refuse to waste my day without doing something and passing on some kind of like gift and positivity and some love to somebody. And, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. And that's, and that's your journey. It's, and you know, JT, thank you for sharing that because that's such a beautiful story. And, and I've had very similar situations. Uh, That's why the Kindness Rocks project is where it is because it's not from anything that I have done. I assure you, I am not that talented. I am not that smart. I am not that, you know, it is, uh, I believe it's divinely inspired from something, some force, somebody greater than myself. And every, I have hundreds of similar stories, not as powerful as a person in that moment, but I've had just really big signs and messages and coincidences over these last five years. And and I believe that are they are, you know, guardian angels or just letting you know that, yeah, you're on the right path and hang in there and, and don't lose faith and you have a bigger purpose and to serve others. So that's the message, right? That we all like, oh, have that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. And, and it's like, some people are like, Oh, I, I need to see a, I need to see a bigger sign. I'm like, well, how much of a bigger sign do you need? The fact that you woke up is a blessing right off the bat. I'm like, so let's just start there. You know what I mean? Let's just start with, stop looking for like this huge sign of, of different things. I'm like, you just were blessed with another day for you to apologize, for you to go forward and, and do something else that you might not have thought about or that you wanted to do. I was like, so you have all these opportunities and you're wasting them by exuding all this negativity. And I was like, what are you doing? Slow down. Look at what you have. Like, you do not want to be laying there, you know, when you're like 90 and start regretting the stuff that you didn't do. And you have the opportunity when you're healthy enough to get up. If you can walk, you can get up, you can talk. All right, well, let's go. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> gratitude go. for the smallest thing Yeah. in in your life. You got to start with that. Like, instead of looking at all the things that you don't have, you have to look at all the blessings that you have. Correct. And it's so interesting because I wasn't even, I the thought didn't even cross my mind to ask you how you did in that singing contest. And the reason being is because I believe that you weren't going for the singing contest in the overall. It was you had to have that experience that you had on the bus. Absolutely. I, and I did, I, that was my first time ever singing by myself. I, I can't, it was like 300 people. I came in like a hundred and something, like a hundred and like 
two or something like that. Maybe it was something like that. So I was like, I was like beyond happy, like in my position. But they loved the song and they wanted to buy the song from me. So now, now mind you, like before, before I went, I, I saw a lady, a lady who spoke to me. She was a medium. She was, you're going to meet some people. And she told me exactly what they looked like. She was going to be like a evangelist like person with big white hair and, you know, like a Kenny Rogers type thing in a big white suit. And his wife was going to look the same way. And you know what? The people that, that owned, that ran that whole thing, that's exactly what they had on when it came out. Exactly. And it was the people, pic, picture perfect to the T, who she said, she goes, don't trust them. And they, they sent me a letter like a week later that they wanted to buy my song. She's like, do not trust them. I was like, I, no, I'm not, I'm not selling the song. You know, it's so interesting. Gosh, our conversation is so interesting for me because so many things have come up for me. So I'm doing an online coaching course for project members and I'm working on intuition. That's really powerful. And so sometimes we don't trust our own intuition because we just don't trust ourselves and because we have so many negative thoughts and we think, well, this might be my shot. And so really getting quiet and listening to yourself. I mean, you probably would have figured that out on your own, but sometimes it takes somebody from the outside to say, hey, pay attention to this. Right. And so you just have this light that you have to share with the world and you have to protect it, right? And protect your energy because this is work that needs to be done. I mean, look at all that you're doing for your community and especially for those kids. I mean, to have you stand up as such a role model Thank you. is just wonderful. And when you introduced your family, you know, my daughter Madeline is friends with your son. And I told her that we were going to be speaking today. And she said, oh, I talk, I talk to his son every day. And I said, you do? And, you know, I guess for kids, Snapchatting is talking. Yeah, exactly. Which is, <laughs> but, right. um, and I remember your son came to my house and he was the most respectful, um, just outgoing. He came over and he shook uh, my husband in my hand and he looked us in the eye and he introduced himself. And, you know, so so it starts at home. 100%. And you're, and you're doing an amazing job because I had the, that experience of meeting you actually through your son. And so I thought, wow, his dad must be a really great guy. And then I started following you and, and I have come to understand that. So, you know, thank you. Thank you you so much. Thank you for the work that you're doing. And, you know, if, if there was a message that you would leave to the world, if you only had a week to live, I don't know why I'm even asking you this question. It's bizarre. It's, it's okay. Someone wants me to ask you this, I guess, somebody, a higher power. What, what would that message be? Um, when I said one love, one family, and one community, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world, that's your community, that's your family, that's your love, and we're all one. And I say that because I mean it, it doesn't matter where I go. That area that I go to, as like my, I'm coming into your community, so I treat it with, with respect and love, and, and I'm giving you what I'd want to give back. That's how I try to teach and pass on that we're all here. Like it's, the world is a small place. I would say do not waste your gifts that have been given to you. It's something big I have right now. And I tell my kids every day, do not waste your gifts and your blessings. Yeah. Because your gifts were given to you to share them, right? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm very calm when it comes to a lot of things because a lot of things have happened to me and I'm so... Last like this happening right now, me talking to you was like that's huge to me. I'm like, geez, and I told my son, I was like, oh, Darian, I gotta talk to uh, 
new kindness rocks today. And he goes, ah, oh, yeah. He goes, yes, yes. And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, and he smiled. And he goes, yeah. He goes, Madeline's mom. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when she came, she came, when she came over one time with them, they were all going out. And I didn't know who she was. And I have a rock right here. Like, there's a rock sitting right when you walk in my door. And she goes, oh, that's my mom. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I love your mom. I'm like, what do you, I, said, I love this. And she goes, she goes, JT's crying. She goes, then it, everything just kind of like blended, like right in. Like, she was like, her eyes like widened even more when, when she walked in. I mean, she knew who I was, but then it, everything just like really clicked. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, yeah. She goes, this, I love what you do. She goes, you're awesome. She goes, I love what, you know, and it's like, I have a lot of kids that come up to me and say that, like, they follow me and like, and they tell me you're making a difference. Don't, don't stop doing what you're doing. I love your message, by the way, and about, you know, sharing your gifts and, and it's so wonderful, right? For people to tell you, keep doing what you're doing because you're making an impact because it's just kind of validation. But for those listeners who are out there that are like, I don't know what my gifts are. You will find your gift when you feel purposeful and passionate about your doing without getting the recognition of just doing it because it makes you feel good. Exactly. Right? That's the right. key. It is. My my son said that to me one day, you know, a couple of months back. And he said, um, he's like, I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, you know, he's always, he's, he's a very good athlete and wants to go further. And, and, and he's like, okay. So, you know, obviously this pandemic has definitely put a little hinder, but I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do? I knew what he should do, but I want to hear him say what I think he should do. You know, I was like, what do you think? He's like, well, I'll go a little bit longer at, you know, the community college here because he wants to transfer. And he goes, and I'll save him some money. I'll get more of my prereqs out of the way. And he goes, and then I can transfer. And he goes, but I'll keep working out and, and practicing. So I'm like, that's a smart move. That makes sense. I'm like, okay, so that was good. And he said, he goes, and I said, well, what else? I said, you have so many gifts. He goes, yeah, he goes, but he goes, I don't know. He goes, but you already found your gift. He goes, he goes, you got your gift. He goes, you're passionate. He goes, you love what you do. I'm like, I do. I said, but it took me a long time to get there. I was like, and I didn't, I, everything that's happened to me, I've used it. Like I've learned from that, from the good and the bad things that have happened to me. I've, I've used it. It's helped me get there. If you don't, if you don't look at that stuff that's happened to you and be like, okay, I can't let that happen again. But I've learned from it. I was like, good or bad. And there's a few things I haven't repeated because I finally, some things I've had to let repeat a couple of times. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, ah, oh, you just, you're not getting it. You know, JT, you're not getting it. Oh my God, what am I doing? Like, why did I let this happen again? You know? Yeah. Oh, trust me. We all have had those experiences. And I always tell people, I'm like, until you pay attention to those lessons from above that keep repeating in your life, they just, they come through different people in different situations, but they're the same right. lesson until you learn them. <laughs> yeah. They're going to show right. up. They are going to show up. And I keep, I've had the right people around me. And the more you do good and the more you like, you know, you're going for your goals that's, and the people will come around you that you need to be around you. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing the, the people that will come around you and that you need to be. You'll, you'll weed them out. And it might even be like for a short time and then gone. But okay, that just, that just put me in another position, put me in another place. And that just kept me from probably making something stupid or hurting myself or spending unnecessary money. These, these are pretty, uh, pretty awesome things that you, you get to learn and, and lessons that come around you. So, you know, you, you get what you put out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in, in terms of your son, because my daughter too is looking, you know, for her, you know, what's it going to be that she really wants to do? And she keeps saying, I don't know. And I said, just pay attention. And so 
for me, I feel like the most important thing is to, to teach people about self-awareness, number one. Right. Because uh, so many of us aren't self-aware, and especially our youth, they're growing up on social media, and they have all sorts right. of um, thoughts, and which turn into sure. emotions. Yes. And, and then they get caught up in that, and they go down that super highway of being hijacked by their emotions, and they're they're wasting the time of not being able to kind of like hone in on, on the present moment and the real relationships they have in their back to their community. Like you're saying, like they're people. Right. It happens real easy. It happens real quick. And that'd be, I try to like a couple times a week, I will put out certain messages and I'm directing it to, you know, a lot of those kids, a lot of those that I know follow me and I see them, she's, you know, chime in and I see them follow and they're like, I like this, I like this. I'm like, yeah. And I have to say, I'm like, I'm talking to you. Like I am, you're, you're getting it. Because yeah, I'm talking to you. Think I'm talking about you? I, I am talking about you. And I say to my kids, some stuff I say to my kids, I'll say it through my post. You know, and sometimes they might not catch it. I can talk to them, but it's like, it's my kid. You know what I mean? So, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, dad, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and he might go over to your house and you're like, you know, hi, Darian. And you know what? You should really, boom. And, she's like, and he might come home and be like, you know what? Um, I was talking to, um, Miss Megan, you know, and kindness box. And, and, and she told me I should do this. I'm like, you know, I could be like, Seriously, dude, I've been telling you that for like two years. But, but, but sometimes things just trigger differently when different people say it because they're so used to hearing us. So that's okay. As long as you get the message, that's okay. You know, because sometimes that's how it's going to be. Absolutely. And, you know, and speaking of that, about the message, I just want to touch upon this before we go. Something just happened for you recently on social media where... Kevin Bacon, which is actually funny because the joke about Kevin Bacon, the 10 degrees of separation. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, yes. Yeah, so so Kevin Bacon saw one of your posts, right? And he shared yes. it or something? My sister-in-law, I did a video for my friend Jackie and um, Elise who were going down to uh, Atlanta. They were doing a road trip. So they always watch our dance parties with um, DJ Angel and I, Angel Robinson. And so she's like, can you do a um, play Footloose for us? And, and do one of your dances and stuff like that. So like, because we're going our way down. So we, we love to watch that and get a shout out. I'm like, of course. And I was just about to leave work. And I'm like, oh, I almost forgot to do this video for them. I was like, all right. So I put my phones up and I turned the music on and I just said, okay, they love Footloose. I love Footloose. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a quick video. And I said, this, you know, and I said, that. I was like, this is what we're going to do right when the coronavirus is over. This how we're going to party. And I did that. Now my sister-in-law, uh, Jen, she saw it. She loved it. So she tweeted it and tagged Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon saw it, loved it, and turned around and wrote me a letter back and was like, this is awesome. This guy is great. We will definitely dance after this thing is over. And he posted on his page. And I'm like, I didn't know about it until somebody called me and they're like, you know, um, Kevin Bacon put your video on his page. I'm like, uh, no, he didn't. They're like, yeah. I'm like, shut the front door. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what? And I just sat there and then like newspapers started calling. And- you, you, and do you know why that happened? That was that blessing in disguise because someone's trying to amplify your voice because there's, the world needs your message. I, 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 uh, right time. And I said that at the beginning of the year to my girlfriend. I said, this is going to be a big year for me. And then she goes, what? And I said it like a three or four times to her. And I said, because I manifest. I see it every day. I do. I absolutely, I do my morning prayers and I get my, that, that first 20 minutes of the day, that first start of your day, that's so, so, so damn important. 
for you to get yourself in the right place. And I do that. I, I, I say my prayers. I'm thankful for getting up. And then I do my, my manif- you know, I manifest with, you know, health, wealth, success, you know, and I do that. And I got, I find like YouTube, there's so many things on there. And I do that and I found it. I was like, boom, all right, this is what I'm doing today. You know what? My health, wealth, and my health, wealth, and success is attracted to me, and I'm attracted to health, wealth, and success. And I do that like eight times. I'm like pumped up. I'm like, health, wealth, success is attracted to me, and I'm attracted to health, wealth, and success. I'm blessed. This is another beautiful day. I'm so thankful. So this is me. I'm doing this in the house. I'm doing this in the car. This energy I'm giving to you. You cannot be shy about what you want. It's... It's so interesting because, so we have like different energies, but the same, if that makes sense. So, so the way that you deliver it, right? So the, the, exactly what you do in that morning routine that you have, I'm doing the exact same morning routine. We probably live about 10 miles away from each other and I'm, but I'm walking the beach and I'm doing my prayer and I speak out loud. And so I put my headphones on so people don't think I'm crazy, but I speak out loud that which I wish to bring into my reality. And I say it over and over. And, you know, it might start with affirmations and I might be like, I am this or I am that, you know, and I'm an inspiration for many. And and then I also just say, like, I, I want the wisdom to share with others, you know, share that with me, tell me what I need to do to, to be in service of others. And so I have that same conversation on my end, in just my little way. And so we share that same thing and and you bring it, you do, you absolutely bring it into your reality. But, you know, I truly believe that there's certain people that are chosen, whether you like it or not, this is what your purpose is in this lifetime. And it's, and it's just, we have to uncover it. We have to be grateful for it and we have to give it away to others. Yes. It's so awesome. It's so, it's so much fun. I love what I do. I do. And it's like, you know, things just come to me like, oh, you got to get paid for this and that. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't know. You can't tell. I don't get paid to do my morning motivation. That's me. I love it. I'm not worried about that. That thing comes back to me. It, it, it comes back. Trust me. It has come back to me. So it goes back to the whole theory of give, give, get. Right. Yes. And so I do the same thing. It's like give, 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 yeah. give, 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 give without the expectation yeah. of getting. Get it. Yes, exactly. Getting just comes because abundance is attracted to, to positive energy. And when you're a giver, you receive. Exactly. I don't worry about the money. I don't worry about like, dude, money gonna mom, money's gonna come in my right hand, go off the left hand. That's just life. That's life. I'm not I'm not even worried about it. I don't stress about it. I've learned it's like, listen, well. I said, the money come in, if we need it, we need it, it's going to come in and it happens. And I'm like, I don't worry about it, you know, you know, random, you know, and the kids are like, and the kids are learning that. Especially my son, my son's seen it. Like you needed something. I was like, listen, don't worry, man. You, you ask just what you need. You're going to get it. And this was in minutes of us going from one place to the next. He needed something signed and the lady left and it was for him to go away to camp. And she left and didn't stay where she was supposed to be. And I was like, we're going to go down the street to the school. There's going to be somebody in there. And he goes, okay. I said, believe in that. He goes, okay. And I'm like, you good? He goes, yep. And we went down there. Don't you know there was a guy sitting right there in there? And he goes, I'll sign that. And that's all you needed so we can go. And I just pictured somebody. And I gave Darian a description of the person. Darian goes, how did you know? We went to the administration business. We've never been to that, to that building at the school. We've never been to that. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly what the guy looked like. And his friend that was with him was like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, this is what happens when you just put out good energy and you do it and you do it all the time. And then when you need things, it will happen. Yeah, for you. yeah. It does. Don't look, 
it just happens. It's hard for it's hard for a lot of people to understand the process, um, JT. You know, because unless you you have to like give in to the higher power, you have to kind of like resolve yourself to being like, no, I believe, I have faith that this is going to happen. So. Yeah. Well, I want to do something with you. Hold on. I have to go grab it. Um, I, I do this thing at the end of all my podcasts where I have a card pack with, with pictures of rocks on them. And I, I randomly pull a card for people that I'm interviewing and whatever the message is, is meant for that person. So I'm going to go ahead and shuffle the deck here and I'm going to pull this message for you and we'll see what it is. Okay. Okay, your message is nothing is inevitable. Really? Interesting message to meditate on. Nothing is inevitable. It's funny, this picture of this rock, I'm going to send this to you, actually. Um, I'll get your address when we hand up. But I took this picture when I was in Alaska, and I love, it's like one of my favorite pictures of a rock because it's just so beautiful. But um, yeah, that's your message. So whatever, just, I guess, do some, some, give some thought to what that means for you. Um, Or maybe it's for somebody, not just for you, but maybe somebody you come in contact with that all of a sudden, when they ask you for advice, you'll be like, wait, this is the message that I have for you. So yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm sure our listeners got so much from you, um, some wisdom and inspiration. And so they can look you up on JT's with an S Chronicles um, dot com. And also and on Instagram, JT's Chronicle. Chronicles, yeah, JT's Chronicles on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Okay, great. So um, that's great. So our listening audience can go check you out. And I want to thank you so much, not just for being here today, but for sharing your beautiful soul with the world and inspiring many. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the time you spent having me on your show. I love this. Um, Thank you so much. This podcast was brought to you by the Kindness Rocks Project, produced by Jason Peterson and hosted by Megan Murphy on Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Join us next week for another episode of Conversations. 